The following podcast is improvised satire and all characters are fictional. Hello, I'm Dean Ardenfeld. This is the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the corporation. Hello, dear listeners. Well, I hope all is well in your world. We are finally into May. The weather is nice and Mother's Day is right around the corner. Now, of course, my mother disowned me a long time ago, but I hope you take yours out for some nice pancakes or something. Unless you've also been disowned or or she's dead or something, in which case, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, Anyway, I've got a great episode for you today. First, I spoke to a very large, hairy, turgid man about how his supplements can make guys macho just like him. Then I spoke with a woman who has a lot of uh, gut feelings about the stars and the planets, and she uses those feelings to help people make investment decisions. I spoke to them both over Zoom. I think you're going to really like it. Before we get to the episode, though, I'd love to read this five-star review I got recently. And if you'd like to have your review featured on a future episode, just drop a five-star review of the corporation in Apple or Spotify. I'd really appreciate it. This one is called Great Interviews, and it's from Ulish. Ulish. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It says, Love this show. HCM and its subsidiaries employ some strange and fascinating people, and Dean does an awesome job interviewing them. He's kind and inquisitive, easy to listen to, and fairly weird himself as well. Well, thanks for that kind review. I suppose I can come off as a little weird. Uh, more than one person has asked me why I make such a favorable podcast about a giant mega corporation that's never shown me the time of day, uh, and I don't really have an answer for that. I guess I'm just a sucker for a good story of American exceptionalism is all. Hey, let's get into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the founder and CEO of A Vigorous Man, the all-natural virility brand for beta men who'd like to become a little more alpha. Vigorous sells muscle-building, hair-thickening, and manhood-hardening supplements that guys can't get anywhere else. In his spare time, he enjoys chopping firewood on TikTok. Please welcome Dan Brentpole. Hello, Dan. Um, Jane. Jane. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you uh, otherwise occupied, Dan? Sorry. I, uh, I got, I, uh, I need Jane. To, uh, whenever I do interviews, I always have a LaCroix with me. And so oh, I need, okay. I need a LaCroix. Jane. Sorry. Oh, wow. She's new. She's new in the office this week. Um, Good help is hard to find, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm saying she. And and her pronouns are she fay, just to be clear. She, oh yeah, I never heard that one before. She fay yeah. is that what you said? And I'm just kind of going with it. Anyway, okay. look, I think Jane's probably taking a dump. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Jane, I talk about this all the time. When I do pod interviews, I need a lacroix at my desk. Jesus Christ! I'll lose my fucking hair over this. All right, are we back? Yeah, yeah. You know, if we need to wait, we don't have to start the interview quite yet if you need to get your, you know, ducks in a row here. Look, all of my ducks are always in a row. Okay, okay great, great. I can yeah. look at a line of my ducks and say none of those are out of line. So they're all no. constantly in a row. 
Okay, great. Congratulations on the success of this company of yours, a vigorous man. Uh, for for oh, there you got your you got your soda. Great. I'm so glad. Yeah, I got it, Jane. <laughs> Jesus Christ, F-ing Gen Z. I guess right. Nobody wants to work anymore, right? That's what I keep hearing. It's not that. You know, when you really unpack what is happening with Gen Z, it's actually oh. not that they don't want to work. Oh, it's no? that they want to work if work is nothing. I see. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Cause that, and that's what's going to happen, right? With the chat GPTs and things, right? They're going to take over everything that the Gen Z would would have done. And then the Gen Z will just sit around getting paid to do nothing, right? Yeah. I don't know what GPT is, but I'm going to be honest with you. I do agree with most of what you just said. I have to be gotcha. careful these days. Everyone wants to cancel me. Okay. Do they? Yeah. Have you had a problem with that in your, in your culture? I know what your company, your company culture is very male forward, you know? So I, I imagine you've probably had some issues with people trying to be like, oh, he's too male or he's harassing people or whatnot. Right. I have heard some things like very, very close to what you just said. And I, yeah. and my response is always, I can't help it. <laughs> oh, is that, see, that's the thing people don't understand is it's like hardwired, you know, it's hardwired into us men, right. To, 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 to comment on women's appearances and things like that. And what are we supposed to do? Just not comment on things when we're thinking of them. Yeah. I, you know, in order for me to not comment when I'm thinking, I have Mm. to not be who I am, which is a large, muscular, hairy. I'm basically, if you look at it, if you've ever seen Sasquatch, you know, the thing in the forest. Yeah. That's what my body looks like if I'm being yeah. 100 with you. Yeah. I felt you sense yourself there um, because I know that, you know, the supplements you sell uh, are threefold, right? Uh, muscle building, hair thickening, and manhood hardening. You skip that part, but you can just say it. You're tall, hairy, and turgid, I suppose, right? Yeah. I have a hard d- at every moment. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, I assume that's down to the supplements that you sell, which uh, are all natural and which is a very wide category. And, uh, and not approved by the FDA because of it. No, no, um, fuck the FDA. The, the FDA is always trying to come for me. And basically, I, you know, they come into my office and they're like, this is inappropriate. What do you have a boner? And I said, this is who I am. Okay. Is the, <laughs> is the FDA trying to tell you you shouldn't have an erection at work? That seems out of their purview. No, and it's, it's basically an attack on my body. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing with me. I've heard a lot of kind of pushback when I've kind of mentioned that. And it really, really pisses me off. I I have a cold, I have a big jug of cold water outside of my office. And mm. I have to get in that jug when I get too hot. Oh, wow. Like a full on bath kind of thing. An ice bath. Yeah, I guess it is. It's basically a bath. Yeah. So what was your, what was your assistant's name again? Jane. And Jane is just okay with, uh, with getting you LaCroix while you're walking around hairy and naked with a giant erection? Oh, I need to be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not naked, okay? okay? I put clothes okay. on because, frankly... <laughs> I imagine the erection <laughs> is, uh, is noticeable, though, whether you're clothed or not. Oh, of course. Of course, because I have a huge dick, and it's always hard. Wow. I did not expect this interview to go this direction so quickly. Um, really just wanted to know, like, how did you found this company? What made you want to start a company uh, to take, you know, beta men like myself and turn them into alpha men like you? Good question. Really, really good question. I appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you that I really do appreciate you asking. Uh, you know, it was back in 2017. I was at a timeout New York market. They were selling all these different types of food, right? And I, I thought sure. it was great because I eat a lot and I have a lot of appetite. So I was eating all of this food. And then 
I was looking down the hallway towards the bathrooms because I had to take a big shit. And I saw these guys just staring at me. They looked small, hair was thinning. None of them had an erection, which frankly I found embarrassing. And I said, hey, you little twerps, get over here. And they thought it was funny, they started filming. And so I said, what's wrong with you little twerps? And they, yeah, they were just these like guy, guys from Brooklyn, you know, like, you know, like libs, okay, libs in sure. Brooklyn. Yeah and, yeah. and basically, you know, I told them if you eat like me tonight, you know, mm-hmm. we did a little exercise, said eat like me tonight, drink like me tonight. And let's see, let's see how you feel in the morning. And ah. they felt real bad the next day. But sure. I followed up. I had Jane, I had Jane get on a bicycle and drop off a little vitamin at their apartments. They felt really good. And I said to myself, if I can make men feel like these men after mm. a night of drinking or eating, well, then yeah. I, can, I have a million dollar idea. And so I went on Shark Tank and they didn't let me on. To, I just I showed up to set at Shark Tank. They didn't oh, yeah? cast me, but I showed up and I said, I've got an idea for you. And they said, mm. you didn't you're not supposed to be here, sir. And I said, yeah. And then I left. So I was never on Shark Tank, but oh, um, okay. All right. That's kind of how this company started. Wow. It took so many twists and turns as most entrepreneurial stories do. Um, but I assume that when you pulled those those Brooklyn libs uh, into your circle there, you know, you just basically force fed them with a bunch of raw meat all night. And when they felt awful in the morning, you gave them something to metabolize that, right? Some sort of untested, all natural supplement. Exactly. And I actually, I nicknamed all those men my ducks because they were oh. in a row. In a row, you got them all in a row. <laughs> they physically, um, is is it and has and it's really taken off then. So these uh, so these guys must have been happy with the results, huh? I'm sorry. What the fuck are the paintings behind you? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, because the one on the top that yeah. looks like my dad. Oh, does it really? Oh, these are uh, portraits of uh, luminaries, business luminaries. I believe that one is that one's my dad. That's oh, my father. It? That's my father. That was Lee Iacocca or something. Lee Iacocca. Um, <laughs> no, I so, think that's my father. Okay. So what uh, what do we need to know about your father? Oh, he he was a good man. Oh, yeah? And he got taken away really too soon. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Um, yeah, it seems yeah. like you, you want to talk about your father. Is there anything more you want to share with us or... I don't want to talk about my dad. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring up my dad. Now you're kind of digging to talk about my dad. Well, as a, you know, semi-journalist, I just like to, you know, uh, go where the story takes me. It seems like you were, you know, seeing uh, your own father in a painting of Lee Iacocca I have behind my head. I thought maybe there was something to that. Well, I have no issues with my dad and I love him and we have a great relationship. Oh, it sounded like in past tense. It sounded like he passed away. Did he pass away or is he alive? Well, he actually is in Russia. Uh, but I haven't seen him in two decades. And apparently uh, they, they covered him in uh, clay because they were making a mold of his body. <laughs> they covered him in clay because they were making a mold of his body. And when they, you say they, do you mean like the Russian government? The, the, the Russian, Russian oligarchs. They made a mold yeah. of his body. Um, oh, wow. And it was punishment for him because apparently he gave secrets to the CIA in America uh, oh, that, were, okay. that were really Russian secrets. So they, he's basically... Yeah. 
I think he's still breathing through a little hole in the clay. I thought for sure you were going to say that they were taking a mold of him so they could build a statue to erect no. in his honor. Quite the opposite. It was more of a torture device. Or They buried him in clay. And you don't know whether he's still alive or not breathing through that straw. I don't know, but I do I do go on Google Maps and I, I, I do look at his statue once in a while. <laughs> so they did build a statue or is it just him in clay in the town it's square? It's just a clay guy on the side of the road. <laughs> and it's still visible from space from the Google or from the Google maps. Oh yeah. It was a big man. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> there's so much we could get into here. I do want to talk about the fact that a lot of your products are getting, are they're sort of running afoul of these gender affirming care laws. Uh, a lot of the things you do, uh, um, uh, qualify as gender affirming care. And so, so in some places you're not allowed to sell your stuff anymore for that reason. I don't think that was the intention of this legislation, but what are you going to do about it? In all these places where they're trying to, uh, shut down trans rights, suddenly men's rights are, are on the line. Because of that, I'm going to go down to Florida. I'm going to take Ron DeSantis and I'm going to talk to him sternly. And if he mm. doesn't listen to me, well, let's just say we might have another cast of a body on the side of <laughs> A cast of a body, huh? Uh, so, so you're you're prepared to threaten the governor of Florida? Yeah, Ron DeSantis. I think he probably he's probably going to be intimidated when I walk my giant ass down to Florida because I will yeah. walk there. I'll probably check out MapQuest. I'll print it out and I'll walk down there and take my take my sweet ass time. Jane, huh? I need another Lacroix. So you are uh, also you have a hobby of chopping firewood on TikTok. Uh, how did that start? Is it just because you're you're often hairy and in the woods? And you know, I, I've been uh, I've been chopping wood since I was two. It was one of the first things my father taught to me, and so um, you know, it just kind of comes naturally to me. And sometimes when I'm stressed, I you know to relieve stress, I just go chop wood. So yeah, I like to I like to show off my wood chopping techniques on the TikTok. Wow. Wow. And that, you must have quite the following. People like to watch that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> great. 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 Well, uh, I would love to bring in my second guest and then, uh, and, and then we'll catch back up with you. I'll let you uh, seek out your soda, huh? Yeah. I'll, st I'll stick around. I'll grab another soda. I might chop some wood, might hop in the ice bath, but I'm here. I'm here. Right. Okay? It would be great if you would hop in the ice bath because each time you've stood up a number of times during this interview and each time you do, it's, very noticeable and kind of distracting each time uh, uh, your turgid manhood there. Interesting uh, so, to be rude to a guest on a podcast. Oh, no, I didn't mean to be rude. I never mean to be rude. I'm just uh, simply stating that uh, each you've like sort of popped up and down a few times when you went to find Jane and I keep seeing this sort of like protrusion. And again, that is the way that my body works. Sure. Yes. And we shouldn't be shamed, shamed for that. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Folks, my second guest today has an eye on the sky and on the Dow Jones. We're going to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? My name is Dan Brent Pohl from A Vigorous Man. My product will make you stronger, faster, better, and you'll have a raging on for the rest of your life. Have you ever seen a bunch of dudes kind of like an oily pack of shit? I made those scrawny, stupid men into big, horny beefcakes because they took a vigorous man pill, pills the size of a horse pill. So please buy my product and check it out on avigorousman.net. Everything that was said here is supposed to have been said. Don't take anything too seriously, but also take everything literally. Vigorous man. From scrawny to beefy, you're gonna get exactly what you want. Thanks, Jane. That was great. And finally, I'm not responsible for your bad relationship with your mom. 
And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Dan Brentpole, CEO of A Vigorous Man, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. She is the head financial astrologer at Wealth Rising, the company that advises some of the top investment firms in the country, based on nothing more than the position of stars and planets in the sky. Although some have called it a pseudoscience, financial astrology has strong support in legitimate business circles. On weekends, she rides dirt bikes in the forest. Please welcome Riley Trello. Hey, Riley. Hey, it's <laughs> Riley. Thanks for introducing me. Sure, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, thanks. Couldn't be happier, honestly. <laughs> Oh, thanks. That's uh, that's very kind of you. Are you all right there? You seem a little distracted. Is the gum going to be distracting? Oh no, I'm not distracted. I'm looking. I'm looking at the planets. Oh, you're looking. I'm looking at, at, the, at the sky. You're you're looking at the planets right now. Wow, you're. It's, Absolutely. It seems like your work is never done. Are you looking through a telescope? Or are you looking with the naked eye? Naked as it comes. Naked as it comes. She's always. <laughs> these eyes don't need anything. Okay? I got. I got uncomfortable. It's also there. more about a feeling. It's more about a feeling. Don't is get it? uncomfortable. No, no, not with me. You oh, never okay. have to be. No? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take this gum out. Anyways, <laughs> so excited. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking up. And honestly, mm. <laughs> you haven't asked, but I am going to tell you. Oh, I, we wrote barely one minute into the interview. I haven't asked a question yet. Right. I know. Please start answering them. I would love that. It would make my job so much easier. <laughs> you a little bit did ask about my eyes. And if I was able to see the planets by the naked eye sure. or with the a telescope. Yes. And I just want you to know that it's not about seeing it. It's about feeling it. Oh, really? You just sort of go on a gut instinct. Well, as the head of the company, I have to use my gut. But all the, the lower downs, the trickle downs, as I call them. Oh, you call the, your subordinates, you call them trickle downs? Yeah, they're trickle downs. Uh -huh. my, my secretary is a trickle down and my sure. that her secretary is a trickle down. And she's got a couple of secretaries trickle down and Anyways, they all use the charts and the calendars, and uh, I'm proud of them for it. Honestly, they, yeah. I'm proud that they do that, and it's just because they don't really have the intuition. And, you know, they don't say CEO for nothing. I bet you, after having done it for so long, and you're so good at it, that you don't need the charts or the, you know, the planets anymore. You just know. No, I don't need you the just, charts. You can probably just feel. I can feel it. You know, I loved Mean Girls because we all thought it was a joke. We all thought it was a joke when she touched she touched her breasts, and I like to call them breasticles because I don't I don't really believe in you know the binary is not real. Um, when she felt them, she could feel the temperature of uh, if it was raining. Remember that it was raining. Oh, she um, says if it's a hundred percent chance if it's raining. Oh, really? And okay. me, I can say it's hundred percent chance that there are planets in the sky. Yeah. And are you, it seems like, I don't know how far this analogy goes with Mean Girls. Are there parts of your body, and I don't want to get too personal here. I've never heard of a breasticle before, but are there parts of your body that can sense uh, when different planets are in different alignments and things? Yes. It's a deeply personal question. And oh, I'm so I sorry. Love, and honestly, I loved that you asked it. Okay. Wow. I like when people get personal. I like when people ask a lot about things that they might think are inappropriate and I feel are just about as appropriate as they come. Okay, great. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's a whole body thing, but I will tell you the backs of my knees feel it the most. Oh, That's where they feel it the most. Yeah, the back of my knees. Yeah, do, which do you, some people would call the patella. I was going to say, do you have a cute nickname for that part of your body? Well, the I call it the patella penis. Interesting. Patella patina. Patella patina. Patella patina. You say patella. I, sell, I say patella patinas. Okay. <laughs> 
I feel like I've I've already derailed. I've already derailed derailed the interview a bit, but I want to say, okay. um, so how how do you make these decisions? I know that certain uh, giant you know companies, uh, you know, uh, fi- big important financial companies rely on you to tell them when to trade things and why. Are you doing like fi- uh, astrological assessments on every single employee on every one of these in, in every one of these companies? Or oh, okay. Well, I sit down with every single person that I've ever worked with in my company and that we've ever worked with outside of my company. And I have a one-on-one interview with them Mm -hmm. so that I can get to know them. They need to tell me their rising, Mm. their sun, their moon. Mm. I need to know their Venus. I need to know their Mars. I'd probably like to know their Mercury. And uh, if they can give me their Pluto, it's really going to be a good time for everyone around. And uh, I, you know, there are some signs that I won't work with. And some people might call it astrological trauma. Okay. What I call it is exes I've dated with that sign that I will no longer work with. Okay. That kind of makes sense, I guess. And uh, that must frustrate people though. If I'm a, you know, a CEO of a billion dollar company and I want to go, I want to hire you to help me to make it. Hold on a second. No one said billion (laughs) or a billion dollars. Send a Gemini into my house and call me Lucy. You know what I mean? Because I'm selling, sell, sell. I didn't know we were talking billions here. Up for it? For a billion? I'll Gemini's till the day I dies. Okay, That's, so, and that I will get tattooed on my back. Yeah, everybody's got dollars. a price. Everybody's got a price, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, and mine's mine's not as high as you think, but a billion, yeah. I'll work with any sign. Okay. Million, I'll work with any sign. Have a million, I can't do a Gemini. So, do you uh, uh, when you say you sit down and meet with absolutely everybody, and they all have to be not Gemini's in the situation? Are you talking about your clients? Or like the people who work at the company whose stock is being traded or both? Both. Both. That's a lot of people. Yeah. In some cases. I've been, well, I'm a, and I'm a people person. Mm -hmm. I'm coming, I'm saying, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to come out and I'm going to talk to everybody. And, you know, people have, people have compared this a little bit to Scientology and I want to just clear the rumors. It's not Scientology. (laughs) Really? Because I do have something that you have to hold on to. And I know that that sounds like the Scientology thing. Mm. I can't at this particular moment remember what that it's called. I think it is something along the lines of a tide <laughs> pod. And <laughs> you're talking about the handheld device that's supposed to measure thetans or whatever. And thetans. Right? Yeah, yeah, the thetans. I got tide pod and thetan mixed confused. up. Anyone can do it. But yeah, the thernos. But anyways, I don't do that. You do have to hold on to some things that I can kind of measure your level of like, are you more, am I feeling your moon sign? You know what I mean? Are you a fire sign? Are you an earth sign? If you're a water sign, I usually bring water. Oh yeah. I'll bring some waters so that we can have water. If there's an earth sign, I'm putting some dirt on the table. What if there's a fire? If you're a fire sign, it gets dangerous. It gets, it honestly, we have to be in a padded room, but I will light a lot of candles and, uh, I have a magician that comes in and, uh, he knows how to, um, you know, those magicians that know how to just kind of poof fire into their hands. Yeah. I've got a couple of those. A couple Uh of them have died. But they all signed waivers. Yeah, they signed waivers. And we miss them dearly. But they, you know, it's for the good of the company. Sure. Yeah. They were all in their late 90s. So, you know, it was time for them to. You you hired magicians who were in their late 90s to come do a dangerous fire trick in a sealed room. Hey, listen, you put out the ad and they will come. 
Yeah. That's sure. what my eight my and my grandfather taught me that. He said, You put out the ad and they will come. They will come, yeah. If I'm being honest, I think he was kind of a little bit gay. He was trying to find his gay oh, lover. He, he was trolling the Craigslist for yeah. Well, he's older than Craigslist. He's trolling the 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 yellow books, you know what I mean? Uh as everyone knows I'm famously gay. Oh, are you? And I, had, and I, I had do no. say this. No, famously, everyone. It's weird you don't know that. No, I, it didn't say that in your bio, so... Yeah. The trickle-downs are going to get talked to. Because <laughs> that should have been in my bio. Must be tough to work for these clients that are like, you know, uh, a lot of them are sort of like, you know, conservative and uh, and anti-LGBT and all this stuff. And Yeah, I'll, and I'll tell you, it is hard until they meet me. And then it's they, hard until they right. meet me. And then they say, wow. I'm going to, I will say, I'm going to say that in the CEO world, it does, it can seem a little male heavy, a sure. little maybe conservative, a little maybe, okay, we're Republicans because we don't want our money taxed, okay? Sure. But through the power, through the power of astrology, uh-huh. the power of the planets, the power of the signs, I'm changing that one company at a time. That's fascinating. And that's, that's why I just want to thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. And I will say I've had hundreds of guests and I, I believe you're the first gay person I've ever interviewed. Well, they yeah. weren't telling you. Closets are closets are big nowadays, sure, but sure. the doors, they're bigger. Uh, oh. Sorry, I just wanted to hop in here. Jane is gay. Oh, is that oh, so is this your attempt to sort of make a connection uh with my guest there, uh Dan? Yeah. What's your name? I'm the other guest, Dan. Sorry. I'm Maybe I'm not. I was a right up. I was about to um, bring you in, Dan, for sure. I'm glad you you absolutely barged right in there because that's what I needed. I I was I was lollygagging and you barged right in there, erection and all. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to pop in here and say that Jane is gay, and uh-huh. uh, so there are so many gays out there. Okay, sure. and yeah. and I just want you to know, as as the host of this podcast, that mm. there are tons of gay people out there. Okay. And I think for diversity reasons, you should have more gay guests. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Sam. I, you know, I was going to rip you a new one because of your erection talk earlier. Uh, But I can't help what my body does. Okay. I appreciate everything that you said, especially, uh, you know, the talk a little bit about Thetan because actually Thetan is the name of my son. Oh, really? Wow. More so, I'm just, I'm worried about your health. Are, are you kind of healthy? Is everything okay down there? No, 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 it's not. No, I'm sick. I think it's okay. clear that I am a sick man. And because you know, a lot of people who take like traditional like testosterone and things like get all sorts of imbalances and stuff. Your stuff not regulated by the FDA. Is it causing like I'm assuming you're taking your own product? Is it causing like major problems in your in your health, your physical health? Oh yeah, my heart is going. Much quicker than it should. Okay. Oh, wow. I wake up in the middle of the night screaming. I scream at the top of my lungs. I go, Jane. So does Jane live with you or is that just like you being in a state of confusion? I'm going to be honest. Jane is my life partner. And she is gay. Yes. I love that. I love now we're, con- I get it. I think having a part, you know, a life partner who's mm. queer, gay. You don't sleep in the same bed because you're screaming for her. She's probably in another room, right? No, she, yeah, she's she's on a, she's on another floor. Jane okay. feels like, and I'm gonna just say this, an air sign. And you know what? Jane is an Aquarius. And I, I was feeling that energy. And from you, sir, very strong Earth vibes. Earth, Earth I'm gonna vibes. give you. Yeah. I'm gonna say Taurus. <laughs> Taurus. 
you're a Taurus, Taurus. and then I'm going to say, I'm going to say your moon is an Aries. Moon is an Aries. It's and, a it's a ding dong goat. Yep. And then your rising is shockingly a Scorpio. Yeah. Did I get them all right? All of them are correct, and I'm not surprised. I think that you're really good at what you do, and I would like to offer you a position at my company. <laughs> I think we need an in-house astrologer, okay? We've been trying at a lot of things to lift morale because people are not doing well here. There's a lot of there's a lot of actually fighting in the office. Really? You're giving me a job? You know, Riley is the CEO of her own company, right? Doesn't mean you can't double dip. And she personally interviews hundreds and hundreds of employees from from dozens of different companies every single day. So it does seem like she has her plate kind of full. Yeah. Am I, it's a little bit full, but it, you know, there's, I, I can double dip. I'm a double dip kind of girl. A lot of so people are double if, dipping these. I read this, I read this article in the New York post. Yeah. It's the only fair and balanced uh, publication out there. Yeah. So you read, you read there that people are double dipping, but here's the thing. When someone offers me a job, thank you so much, by the way. I, that, I really appreciate that. You're welcome. From you. That's a nice thing to do. Here's what I can offer you. If you want me to work for your company, I can offer you, I can offer you an hour of my week uh, every three weeks. One. Okay. So one hour of your week, every three weeks, I think we can probably work out a deal. Uh, I think that's great. I wanted to also say that your body is exactly like a Sasquatch. Thank and you. I I didn't believe it until you stood up. And this is a crazy thing, but I have intuitively met Bigfoot. And that's kind of really? a cool thing about me. And I think you should go back in your chart. And I think you should go back in your history. I think that in the lineage of your family, you could have come from there. Thank you. So I, I don't want to interrupt here because it seems like you guys are really vibing. Um, and I really appreciate that. I really want you guys to be able to, you know, synergize and get together on things. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm, uh, uh, I ask about, uh, Riley's hobby though. It says here that you, uh, you ride dirt bikes in the woods. What's that all about? I love riding dirt bikes and I love that. That is my wind and wind in my hair, feet on the pedal, the pedals, Wheels on the earth. Yeah, yeah. You're just saying things. Fire in my fire in my gut. Fire in my belly. I sometimes there's wet on my face if it's raining. And I just feel like that's the best way to connect to the world and the earth and essentially astrology, which is my whole life's work. And some people would say (laughs) that's a dangerous hobby. And I say I do it all for the good of the cause. Well, you know. You know who else has a dangerous hobby? It's Dan here. Dan is, you know, Dan. Splitting, splitting, Dan. <laughs> Dan. My name Dan, is Dan. Dan, Dan you've been negotiating a, a position and in this company. Do you think that my name is Dan? I thought it was, I'm going to be honest, I thought it was Stan the whole time. I was thinking Stan, you know, Stan the man. That's what I was kind of feeling well, the whole time. Dan but the man Dan? still works, right? Does Dan the man still work? It still rhymes. Have you ever thought about changing your name to Stan, Dan? You know, it's interesting. Uh, there was a night I had while I was camping with some of my college buds. Um, and one of them I called me. I need you to get into a story about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. How do, you, do you feel emasculated at this moment, Dan? Because uh, it seems like this gay woman is, uh, is emasculating you. Are you going to just stand for that? I think it's about time I've been emasculated. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Guys, I, <laughs> I have to thank you. This has been fantastic. 
We're running. Can you actually here. make me the host and we'll just stay on? Because I think we're sure. really vibing here. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry that we've run out of time for my listeners, but it seems like uh, these two are gonna have it out. I'm gonna miss your. I'm gonna miss your listeners. I'm gonna say, you know, as sexuality is constantly evolving and changing, I have a very strange attraction to you, Stan. Wow. Oh boy. I uh, at this moment feel sexually drawn to you. Yeah, maybe maybe you're not gay. Maybe uh, maybe it's just a lifestyle and it's not born into you. There's a little body. something called bi. You know, I've interviewed hundreds of people. I've never introduced a, uh, interviewed a bisexual person. Jane, Jane, where did you get that gun? <laughs> no. That's the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan Hartwick playing Dean Ardenfeld. Dan Brent Pohl was played by Mike Kelton. Mike is a comedian, director, producer, based in New York City, who has created and run multiple award-winning shows for TLC, Peacock, Fusion, Logo TV, MTV. Check out MikeKelton.com for more. Riley Trello was played by Morgan Miller. She's a stand-up, an improv comedian, actor, writer, producer, living and working in L.A. Check out her live show, Dirty Laundry, and her website at MorganMillerComedy.com. I love both of these comedians, and they love each other, as you can probably tell. Go ahead and follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and visit the website at TheCorporationPod.com. Please subscribe, review, tell your friends about this show, and if you're in the Burlington area, why not stop by Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week. (laughs) 